evening denizens of internet wonderland. It's time once again to kick back, relax, and listen to the soothing sounds of the melodious cat streaming through your airwaves. As we veer once again down the rabbit hole, finds you well this evening. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of internet wonderland by clicking a like on my Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, a looking glass into logical madness. You can always listen to this podcast and all of its episodes on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line, saying hi, or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Place Cheshire. So here we are, here we are, here we are. It's been a little bit since we've done this with the entire cast of Internet Wonderland. It's pretty much been a month, roughly. So... It is time once again for Geeking Around the Table, where everything is for geeks, by geeks, explaining different facets of the geek culture. <clears throat> and as always, we do have to enact the Sammy Sunshine Clause, where at any given point in time, we will be taking breaks, we will be coughing, we will be clearing our voices, and just in case, we may also go ahead and enact the Alley Simple Clause, where at any given point in time, there will be some explicit language, so uh, just be, pre- be prepared for that. Also, due to the explicit language, if you are under the age of 18, actually, we'll go ahead under the age of 16, because, you know, I hear a lot of kids around that age swearing more than a sailor in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <laughs> please be advised of the language. If you are going to listen, just be aware of what we're going to be doing. So, we are all here, the original cast of Internet Wonderland. Unfortunately, I didn't bring Pokemat in on this one, but he will be on the final geeking around the table for next month. But... I think it is time for introductions. First and foremost, I do have to introduce this one. He is my co-host. He is my hetero life mate. He (laughs) is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. You know him. You love him. It is Monkey. Monkey, how's it going? (laughs) Thanks again for having me. It's going pretty good. How about you, Cheshire? Doing fantastic, except for the weather. It's messing with my whiskers. 
Just saying. So this time, their seating arrangement has altered just a little bit. So with us is, of course, Team Pocket Rocket. Introducing first the darling of Internet Wonderland, the artist extraordinaire, Baby Alley. Baby Alley, welcome back. Thank you, Cheshire. It's good to be back. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm five more inches over to the right, so you yeah, know, it's a whole five. things are shifting. Yeah, it is. Seasons are changing. <laughs> Whiskers are cold. Exactly, and that <laughs> melodious voice that you just heard is our resident song player, our our uh, muse, our um, Radiohead, <laughs> Black Sabbath. Lincoln Park. <laughs> You're just listing your uh, our favorite Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is our music aficionado. Oh, it is Spoinkle Bob. Hey, Spoinkle, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure. So it is a pleasure, guys. It's been a while since you've been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So almost a little bit of podcast rust and away. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Regrettably. Yeah. I mean, I know that y'all been busy with different things in your lives and everything, but it's yeah. always good to have y'all back in the fold. It, with it feels so, sure. good to be back. It feels good to yeah, be back and finally get back in the The, the prodigal podcast yeah. um, denizens. <laughs> exactly. So before we hop into tonight's subject, I figure first and foremost, we're always going to start off with Monkey Coconut News. Mm-hmm. Monkey, what do you have for us today? Well, um, as some people may not know, our topic today is going to be about retro TV. And uh, the only really good, decent news I found, it was, it's a little bit old, it's probably about a couple of weeks, almost a month old, was uh, the, the uh, what, what was the word I was thinking about? Reunion, that's it, yes. Uh, the reunion or virtual reunion of the original cast of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yes. which was wow. really cool to see, but it was kind of also saddening and bittersweet because of the passing of you know James Avery from several years ago, right. who was very iconic, played uh, Uncle Phil on there. Yes. And um, as little many people may know or may not know, uh, was also the voice of Shredder on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon series. Oh, so, nice. So it was pretty interesting to know that little tidbit fact, but still kind of sad not to see him there with the rest of the crew. So yeah. were they, was it like a reunion of the cast, or were they like playing their characters? Or um, like I, I, I didn't really get to see a lot of it, but I think it was just them basically just there kind of while talking and reminiscing. Oh, um, on a so Zoom touching. meeting? Kind of like a Zoom yeah. meeting thing, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, thank you for that, Monkey. It's greatly appreciated. No problem. Now, like, like Carlton. <laughs> you, was, you dance like Carlton. Well, you know, he, he, he's in those commercials right now. With the, uh, well, it was for a while. The, oh, God, I can't remember the brand, but him and Jerry O'Connell are, are doing the, the uh, macaroni and cheese versus mashed potatoes commercial thing. And he is he's the a, host of Catch-21. That's right. If anybody watches a game show network, <laughs> like my mom does, 24-7, <laughs> you can catch him on Catch-21. Yep. <laughs> All right. He does the Carlton sometimes. So here we go. Team Pocket Rocket. Yes. Seeing how you were not here for October's geeking around the table. No. Now you have to play a little bit we of were catch up. Ghosting. I'm just kidding. I was trying to make a pun. We weren't ghosting, but you know, ghosts because it was October. <laughs> 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 
There you I'm go. I'm digging myself a grave. That's spooky. So here we go. You're a little late to the party, but now it is time for y'all to give us your review of October's movie challenge movie, He Never Died. He never died. So, the floor is yours. Tell us your experience with this movie. We just watched it about three hours ago. It's very fresh. Very fresh. So, Henry Rollins, if anyone doesn't know, he's a a prolific punk vocal singer for, I don't know, band, I forget. Uh, he started off with the uh, Henry Arnold's band. Yeah, there we go. And... <laughs> of course he's he a, did. He's very, he's a very intense man, even in real life, and he definitely brings it to the role here. I feel like he yeah. wrote it for himself. That we talked about that. I was like, he, I have never seen somebody act like this. It he's was bizarre. Very intense. It was very interesting. I will, I'll talk about the movie here in a little bit. But Henry Rollins is so intense. I saw an interview where this guy asked him, "Why aren't you?" like dating anyone or seeing anyone and he was like she she doesn't he's just intense and he's like she doesn't love her body i don't love her and and if she's got chub i'll get her out of here (laughs) he's just intense we're just a body positivity yeah he is just super he's an intense man but he's also got a good sense of humor because he's on eric andre so anyways henry rollins though and it is like the sense of humor was there i feel like like I couldn't tell at the beginning of the movie like how serious we were supposed to take it, you know, because it was they they kind of just threw you right in. We were like, "What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, what's with the demon sounds? Like, who is this guy?" I don't even remember hearing the character's name until like halfway through the movie. And then they're like, "Oh, you're a jack of all trades, Jack." Cause... We'll come back to that scene, oh, but like, yeah. so like, then as the movie went on, I feel like it found its footing more, and like, the tone was very much felt like horror comedy to me yeah like it, his delivery i couldn't not laugh like it was amusing as fuck like he was like he was goofy but he was also pretty badass in some parts he licked it, the blood off the floor with a sponge oh. and that was like so that was cool because henry rollins was down there whatever it was corn syrup and strawberry whatever whatever jam. the fake blood was he, he was, was like yeah I'll he, lick it up. he was on the floor and all fours licking up this liquid from the floor so Henry Rollins hey, is, he went hard it's a pretty it. intense man yeah nah. your favorite scene was when he's like yeah I you know I was I mind <laughs> I was a a doctor I was in the war I was like <laughs> that was like a five minute scene where he described everything he did because he's like she's like well, what did you do spoiler alert if no one watched it he never died yeah he never died because he's uh Kane yep he's Kane from the Bible, uh, the Bible. <laughs> So he's been through everything, wars, and he's been a medic, and he said that he was... That shit was a, just funny, like, it was, it was literally everywhere. like a three-minute scene, and she, her face was like... He was telling it to, like, this waitress he met, and the waitress is like, yeah, I that just waitress my whole life. He's like, that's a lot. That <laughs> and he's like, lot. he's like, yeah. He's like, I was a potter, I made pots for a while, I, uh... I got money. Sold money. antiques. I that's sold yeah. That's the job that made him most funny yet. Well, it's just funny, and then it's just, that was surreal. I feel like... Allie made a good point here too. If it was like a book or like maybe a show or something, and they like actually wrote it and they took their time with it, that'd be a sweet story. The story was good. It was interesting to see like how like, so he was talking about all this shit he had done throughout the centuries or millennia, and like the point that we see him at the beginning is just like totally spaced out, playing bingo. Like, 
He doesn't know what to do with his time anymore. He and just goes to this diner. And his daughter, me. yeah, his daughter just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And then that was part of his story. I wondered line. too, like if she was like half immortal, because she could see that dude. Well, it, it's the you guys should help us with like some of the religious they really references didn't give and any, stuff. Like <laughs> major stuff in there, but um, there is obviously points of her showing some things mm. for sure. But you know, um, it's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the there was talks a while back when this movie first came out that they were going to do a, a series. Good, I think I, but I definitely could it's see it. Kind of just been in like development hell basically at this point. No, no pun intended. You know. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, no. the old man in the top hat—is he the devil? So the old or man is that Abel? Like, no, the old man is actually the old Abrahamic version of God. Oh. So where we have the New Testament, God is love. God is everything. God's old, way more chill. Yeah, the old, old Testament school, God. Old school, Old Testament Abrahamic God is hellfire, brimstone. You know, wrath. You know, if yeah. you do wrong, you will be People punished for it. People were God-fearing. They exactly. were afraid. So that's where his character came in. Okay. Now, if you noticed, whenever Henry Rollins' character was talking to God, mm -hmm. he was mentioning some additional things that y'all should have picked up on, especially whenever he mentioned Wallachia. Yeah. Was she that like... Um, like Vlad the Impaler shit. I heard that. I was like, wait, so he was Vlad the Impaler too? He was a lot of people throughout history. He's just been wandering. Yeah, I did catch that. So like the whole like way the vampire stuff tied in. I did like that. Yes. Now there is a sequel to it called She Never Died. Oh, it's about her. The daughter? No. Oh. It's totally unrelated. <laughs> it's Eve. It, it's related but not related. It's essentially like a reboot, but they they gender swapped it. Is yeah. it so? Uh... We have. You guys seen didn't it like it. I, I haven't, haven't seen it, it but the description basically just makes me say, "I've already seen this movie. Gender swapping it doesn't make it any appealing." It's not to me. adding anything new no. to the interesting stuff that that movie did bring. Yeah. I thought the execution sometimes it was just like the tone. Okay, that scene. He's like killing people and there's like smooth jazz playing that part was actually awesome it was awesome there's a lot of cool parts in it that i'm like okay yeah. there's a lot of, like i thought like you said the series when you bring that up yeah. i was like yeah this seems like this was something it could have been a series like a netflix show or something yeah yeah it, like where they could like they put they could, time they could like either a focus on his day-to-day -day life or even just him flashbacking to his oh, various yeah. jobs that would be amazing. And, like, yeah. they could have a whole episode where it's like he was Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like they could have drawn out like these tonal beats better. Because it did, it felt rushed, but I know why. I guess it was in development hell, and then they just right. wanted to put it out. And but that scene was cool. I was really, cool, I appreciated the music throughout the whole thing and the like sound design. Like there was like weird, the demonic growling and subtitles every time. <laughs> and then like war sounds and stuff. Oh, the horse neighing! Every time they opened up the chest full of money, there's a horse neighing. <laughs> that was just funny to I wonder me. If that was like kind of like a for nod civil to, like, war the, or uh, something, or the four, the four horsemen of the apocalypse thing or something. Maybe, like, maybe yeah. You know? yeah. I thought it was like civil war or something but that makes more sense because it's like religious that does thing. make yeah. for sure now overall how do you grade this movie 
you know what? It, it, the first half, I was like, I was like, this is hard. We to were get skeptical. Through. But then as I as we got on, and uh, when he talked, started talking to Alex, which is played by the guy who did Trevor, Trevor <laughs> from Grand from Theft Auto Five. Five. <laughs> I wish I was like, oh wow. Okay. And then I started to pick up because then there's some backstory there. Like he was like a he was like a mobster. I'm guessing it was very ambiguous. He was a mobster for. Alex. He had done everything. I mean, he he, he, he did some he did some crazy stuff, and then then it started picking up. They kidnapped his daughter, which he doesn't care about at first. But then he's like, I guess I should do something. Yeah. He hears her on the other side of the, like this door, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> he's just yeah, pretty he, hardcore. Yeah. He's an intense man. It was it was cool. Back. My grade, I guess, like a six. It's not bad. A six out of ten. Yeah. Six out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I, would on, yeah. I would get on board with that. I think it was. Um, entertaining yeah. i did like the story i love immortals and like vampires and shit so i was like this is a good interesting like take on it mm-hmm. and there was some good like practical effects and shit too yeah we talked about him licking the blood up good on him and man. when he rips that guy's throat out that's pretty when gnarly. he pulls that bullet out of his forehead that part was funny too when he was like can going? we go now <laughs> he's like pulling a bullet out and she's like what? <laughs> so, all right. Six and six and a half. Oh, I'll go a little higher. Six, than that. six and a half. Okay, okay. Yeah. So now, because y'all weren't here in October, I do have to explain the first of two movies. Okay. You will be watching this month, and we'll be giving your rating on for the final geeking around the table of all the right. season and also <laughs> the year. The first movie is a superhero movie hell yeah it is an older movie (laughs) we have discussed this before we actually gave a hint actually we talked about it what it was on one of our other ones you guys weren't paying attention probably it was (laughs) it was was actually we explained it on october's geeking around the table which was a a very small triangle table with with pokemon so yeah. Aww, Pokemon. Shout out to Pokemon. Uh, once more, you'll be with all of us in December. But here we go. The movie that you will be watching is the 1994 or 96, I believe. 19, no, 94, yeah. 94. Yeah, 1994 oh, wow. version of the Fantastic Four. Yes. This is the one that was never released in theaters. This is the one. That was pretty much "quote unquote" cursed. <laughs> cursed. The the, the yeah. premise is is that it they had all the development, they filmed it completely, they had trailers coming out, and then they got people were talking about how hokey it looked, so they're like, "We're not releasing this," <laughs> and they and then Marvel threw it in their little Marvel vault before this was back when Marvel was trying to do its own. Cinema stuff before they were making billion dollars off of Endgame. Well, before they became part of you know, Disney, but so they they threw they threw them out never to be released. Well, sad to know for for them who thought that they they never would have seen this in the live days. Um, it got out somehow. Uh, I know personally, I had actually seen this movie. Um, well, I want to say back in ninety eight or ninety nine. Wow. Um, a guy I knew apparently knew someone that used to work at Marvel, and they had gotten a VHS copy of it. <laughs> Bootleg, and I watched form. it, and 
I, I will say this much with the movie when you watch it. No matter how hokey and junky it looks because of how old it is, the one premise I got out of it was the actual costume designer stuck to the, to the notes that they, they should have, which was great. Cool. So this probably has the best representation yeah. of the me? costumes of the the characters. Huh. When you see, holy shit. Uh, well, I'll give you a slight spoiler. When you see Doctor Doom in his costume, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, that's Doctor Doom." That's cool. It, that especially cool. if you, you know what he looks like in the comic. Yeah. When, okay, so did this. When did Blade come out? Because isn't that like the first that was the same area. Marvel around, Blade, in the '90s? Blade came out 97? around ninety. I would say between ninety-five to ninety-eight. So this was their like first attempt. Yeah. <clears throat> and they cool. I think this sounds cool. We're watching because. So <laughs> mind you, you have to remember, Marvel has had other attempts with movies before. Howard the Duck was the very first right. Marvel cinematic movie. That wow. blows my mind. Then oh, they so cinematic. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> got other movies that they made. It's an effort. Yeah. They were, yeah, Captain America. I actually, I actually own the. <laughs> so there, there was the seventies one, and then there was the Captain America that came out in the nineties, where they made the comic book accurate outfit during that time. Yeah, I actually own that movie. Okay. They made a part two to it, where it was Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter's son that took up the mantle of Captain. Oh. America. But. Obviously not canon to the comics. Yeah, no. not definitely not. So think of it as an Elseworld or what if type right. storyline. fiction. In a way, yes. <laughs> now that's what you call like ninety percent of these people right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, mind you, even though we did say that this movie is comic book accurate with the costume designs, even like some of the scene, the set pieces, and everything, this is still. A pretty interesting movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's as nice as put it. The, this that is the nice. Interesting way and cursed is what I'm getting. Yeah, I hope. And, and even specifically the fact that one of the actors in the movie was considered at the time kind of a mainstream actor, which was uh, the character uh, that's being that's uh, the actor that's playing the Human Torch Johnny Storm there was actually kind of famous at the time. He was in the uh, Not Quite Human movies and played Chip. So once you see him, you're going to be like, ah! Oh, let's, well, let's, you, you don't know who that is, then then you'll be like, Someone will be like, he's... Be like, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> so, so you'll know him. And so it did have, you know, a star, quote-unquote. Not like a lot of the, uh, the the original Fantasy Four movies at the time when they came out. I guess you can say Jessica Alba was kind of a star at the time, but, yeah, I've seen but that not one. as yeah. popular when she when that came out but yeah, that, like that, that gained on more of her, her, her stuff yeah mm -hmm. so <clears throat> that is the first of two that you'll be watching All right. and reviewing the second one we will tell you about because the second one for all intensive purposes is the end all movie of your movie challenge feast two <laughs> no we couldn't find a copy of that thankfully but this one this one will definitely. And this one is all mind. on Cheshire, so I, you can't blame me for this one. <laughs> so I'll be explaining that one close to the end of the show. Okay. So. Leave you in suspense, I guess. I know. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to <laughs> because this is the one. Honestly, when I thought about this challenge and I was 
talking to it about Monkey, I wanted this movie regardless to be the end-all movie. Jesus, that sounds Listen, like... Listen, I'm hoping I've, I've already seen it, but I know I haven't. <laughs> you might oh, have. You might have. You In might one have. way or another, possibly. But we'll I don't, we'll I don't explain so. further. We'll explain further. Like, Is Carlisle coming? No. No, 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 no. no. I'm a big fan you of You got this. Carlisle on the brain. Yeah. But Try not to. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me on this. Um, y'all may hate me after you watch this final movie. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and I apologize in advance. Slightly. Is it? Is yeah, it like, you don't apologize. It's like you have a Cheshire I'm, grin right now. It's like saying, I apologize for stabbing you in advance and stabbing them. Is it like grotesque? Like, it doesn't make Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah, but we yeah, expect I, full content warnings. Hell no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gotcha. Oh, no. You will... You will, um, you'll find out more about this at the end of the show. Excellent. But anyways. <laughs> if y'all listeners could see our faces right now, you'd be like, those sorry, sorry souls. I look like the human centipede right now. Oh, <laughs> oh don't worry. Season three, if everything works out, we'll actually have cameras centipede. on everyone and we'll oh, be doing wow. this through Twitch. Oh, Oh, jeez. So, oh, that, that I thought you were going to say, don't worry. Season three, you two can make us watch a bunch of movies. Oh, no, because I also have some ideas for season three oh, in terms oh. of the movie challenges. And y'all won't be alone because Pokemon will be involved with it, too. Oh, How Pokemon. I see it, if I have to suffer, the entire world must suffer. There we go. That's fair. Especially with the last movie. But anyways, continuing on. <laughs> Tonight's topic is, of course, retro TV shows. Now, what we mean by retro is old school sitcoms. Things that we watched whenever we were kids. It could be something that is a cartoon. It could be something from the old school ABC TGIF series. It could be from the Sunday evening feel-good hour that was on NBC. It could be old school daytime soaps which are yes. still going on oddly mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. and it makes me feel old just hearing that general hospital days of our lives as the world turns all these shows are like still going sand on through the hourglass <laughs> these are days of our lives <laughs> that's my dad's like favorite show that I was like, so Dad, funny. you watch Days of Our Lives? Like, I just learned this. And he was like, yeah, so? Like, my thing is... That's but, hilarious. But it's cute. I gotta know what happens to Susan, dang it. I gotta have no. <laughs> She's in the hospital right now, damn it. Will she get better? <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. I was more for General Hospital because the, the actress that played Robin, she was cute. Not gonna lie. And it actually wasn't one of the ladies from General Hospital back in... Was it General Hospital? I think <clears throat> she was also she was the one that played the White Queen in the uh, Generation X movies. Yep. Uh, pilot episode. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what her name is. We'll look it up. But yeah. anyways, before we hop into our retro TV discussion, we're going to take a real quick break. Whenever we come back, we're going to just dive right into our favorite memories of retro TV. Some shows that we enjoyed as kids. Some shows that. I know Shpoinko Bob and Baby Allie probably yep. won't know because myself and Monkey, we are ancient. And <laughs> you know, very old. Yeah, you know, monkeys and cats live for a very long time, just saying. But anyways, <laughs> we will be right back. Sit tight and stay tuned.
small gold break now diving into retro tv now this is the criteria for it it can be old it's older programming of course but also some programming that brought up some nostalgia for us things that we remember watching back in the day you know before television went um, bug nuts uh, easiest way to put it so i think we're going to do it more within a generational type setting I appreciate that, Cheshire. Because there's a lot of programming <laughs> that we can remember watching as kids growing up. Even seeing programming like on like the TV Land um, channel or whatever it's called. John Quest or Bloomberg was it called? Or it Bloomberg. was Bloomberg, but no, Bloomberg. it changed. Isn't it like a news channel? Boomerang? <laughs> Boomerang, Boomerang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from Cartoon Network. Yeah, so this familiar. this is this can be live. Yeah. This can be like sitcom setting. It could be um, animated. You know, we're not going to dive into like the old school anime because we already did that for one episode, yeah. talking about like Leo the Lion, mm. Voltron, those type of things. Yeah, you so. missed it. You... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's quite all right. So. I think we're going to start this off with like the old school black and white that went to the Technicolor type mm. shows. Like the first one that really pops into my head because my grandmother loved watching old school westerns. Oh. And I have to just say Gunsmoke yeah. was like one of her favorites. Um, I keep hearing about it. It, Like if you go on a retro TV channel... You can find Gunsmoke, The Virginian. Um, like Cisco Kid. Cisco Kid. Um, Bonanza. Bonanza. I always hear that. Bonanza. Bonanza. They should be in the hospital. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, they love talking about Bonanza. Yeah, old people love it. So Bonanza was actually a pretty good show. Um, you know, I used to watch it. It was about the Cartwright family. Mm. And them keeping up with their ranch called Ponderosa and all the stuff that's entailed with that in the old west yeah so <clears throat> that that's one that really strikes a chord with me because you know as i said my, me and my grandmother used to watch those because yeah. they always came on sunday night on wgn um the superstation which i don't even know what they call that channel now tbs honestly. no WGN. no not tbs is the superstation <clears throat> Yeah, WGN well, but, is still a thing, right? Yeah. I, think, I don't know. Maybe. WGN, I think, is, has flipped over to just uh, the WB, I believe. Yes, 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 yes. Because th they started focusing more on, like, uh, cartoons and more of the uh, DC live-action series after that. So. Yeah, yeah. The Arrow and the <laughs> 15 seasons of the Arrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, for y'all, what is, give me, like, have you seen, like, this mainly goes for Team Pocket Rocket. Have y'all seen, like, old school 60s, 70s? 60s, type? 70s. Yeah. There's a Brady Bunch in there. Yes. Because I did watch, surprisingly, like, quite a bit of Brady Bunch. I don't mm. know why, if it was just, like, on, but I'd catch some episodes. My mom What is the it. Brady Bunch really about? 
Get out of here. No, well, so, like, I never, I it's never essentially the uh, coming together of two divorcees, basically, and their kids, and coping like with them as a life. Okay. Yeah. As like, a new life, basically. Which, like with my family tree. The tree that you didn't even yeah. Yeah. So, so like that, like that type of show even transferred over to another show that I'll be mentioning that's more in the 90s, but you see that trope quite a bit mm. in different sitcoms. We're we'll definitely going to be discussing it a lot more. I and, feel like with the Brady Bunch, like that, it was cool. They were like a blended family, like, yeah. and they tried to like cover a bunch of like wholesome issues every episode and like whatever. And it, it was also a very interesting concept too, especially since during the during late seventies, early eighties, you know, not a lot of people really talked about divorces or you know like, things like that because that right. they they wanted to make it into a a wholesome this is the perfect world thing but this obviously it wasn't really a perfect world for them until they came together mm. yeah. and that's why it was a very very interesting controversial series so mm -hmm. this is another controversy thing i don't know much about brady bunch but is it does the one of the boys try to hook up with like his stepsister or something or okay. is that a thing so so in relation i do not to, remember that so there is a documentary and also a documentary based movie on the brady Mm-hmm. Talking about some of the stuff that did occur backstage, um, there was actually quite a bit of controversy about it because um, the gentleman that played the father right. was actually gay. Okay. I remember that, and that was a big deal too when he oh. came out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then because um, he was like America's <clears throat> like wholesome dad or something, middle class right? dad. Yeah. Then of course um, there was the um, Florence Florence Henderson. Played the mom. Mm -hmm. She had some interesting stories in one in one of her books that she wrote about her experience being on the Brady Bunch. She actually did hook up with the guy that played Greg Greg Brady. Greg, who's that? The, the oldest son. Yeah. Oh wow, scandalous! Yeah. I like Which that. Which he was on Celebrity House on VH1. I'm trying to remember. It. Oh yeah, was he was on the Surreal Life too? Yeah, Surreal Life. There you go. And he dated the model. Yep. yep. They actually ended up getting married. I... America's Next Top Model. And then they had their own spinoff show. What? I know too much about this. Yeah. I, wa <laughs> I watched that spinoff. Beauty and the Brady. There, there oh, Beauty and the Brady. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now. So, anyways, have y'all, aside from Brady, which is still within the 60s, 70s time frame, yeah. are there any other shows that may pop into your mind? Batman, Adam West. Yes. Oh, yes, gosh. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, this ain't your Christopher Nolan's Batman, Peppy. <laughs> it sure isn't. He's just like in a regular suit. You can, yeah, like, you can see, see his, his pot nipples. Belly and, yeah. You can see his nipples and his belly button. His, his belly. There was another thing that you could see if they didn't actually get him drunk. Because <laughs> apparently, uh, this is the reason why he, he was so weird and campy is uh, they actually had to get him drunk anytime they shot in scenes in the bat suit. Why? Because apparently he got too <laughs> excited when he put the bat suit on. Adam West, yes, you yes, freak. Yes. What? Oh Rest in peace, Adam. Yes. So, maybe that's the reason why they did the Batman Triple X movie. Oh, shout out to our Lord and Savior, Axel Braun, and all the wonderful adult movies that you do. Once thank more, you, Axel Braun. thank you, Axel Braun. See, we gotta watch those. Thank you, Karma RX. <laughs> but, anyways, yes, um, Batman. Uh, how about you, Monkey? I mean, what, what shows can you remember? Um,. I, I would say this a uh, show that actually is kind of near and dear to me uh, growing up, and it is one of them really quote-unquote wholesome shows, 
was the Andy Griffith show. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, Andy Griffith, okay. um, kind of, it was that small town vibe to it, you know, the, the, the one sheriff and deputy mm-hmm. town. And, uh, oh God, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, his, Don Knotts. Don Knotts, yes. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Yep. That was like his great big exposure also. Um, it, it was just the great comic relief. And, of course, you know, you got Ron Howard in there playing Opie and whatnot. So it's yeah. it's a, a lot of actual big-name people that came out of that show um, as their time went on in acting. Huh. You know, obviously Andy Griffith being the main star and then him later on becoming Matlock was yes, really great, yes, too. Yes. So. It's like an iconic show, I feel yeah. like. I, so. yeah. I, I just thought of one. Can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yes. That's oh, one yeah. black and white show that I have consistently watched throughout the years. Yeah. And don't There's forget. so many episodes... The, the great uh, airplane episode with William Shatner. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Which William Shatner is one of the few um, actors that were was actually involved with not only the original Twilight Zone, but the Twilight Zone movie. Right. Was he in the movie? Wow, I loved that movie. movie. Know, like I, in the 80s? Yeah, like... he was actually in there. <laughs> um, his segment was that he was a kid that was bullied, that was still traumatized by it, that grew up, had his own son. And the ghost of his bully still haunted him to the point to where they became more demonic nightmare entities. Wow. Yeah. So that's something that you definitely have to watch. That's pretty cool. I feel like I'm thinking of a different Twilight Zone movie. So I'm Scotty thinking of can't the one with the, like, that one. with the plane and the... <laughs> yeah, the one with the gremlin, the one with yep. um, John Lithgow. And the kid who, like, yep. can make anything happen. Yep, yep. So they did... Twilight, they did that one in the late 80s, early 90s, but there was another Twilight Zone movie before that. Oh, I'll have to check that one out. That's mm. cool. I like it. So, thank you for, thank you, Mon- Monkey, for actually mentioning um, the Andy Griffith show, right. because due to that, it actually had two spinoffs. The first right. one notably being the Gomer Pyle show, because Gomer was a member of the original cast right. and then went to his own show. And then Mayberry PD. Right. So, which Mayberry PD was more late 70s, early 80s. After the was that a cop show? or In a way it was. It was still campy in a way. Mm. Starsky and Hutchish? Not really I'm like a big star- that. I like it, it still had the nostalgia of the original Andy Griffith show. Yeah. And the original cast here and there would play cameos in there. But it was just more in tune for a newer generation. Oh. Um, another one, because another one during the sixties and seventies that I do remember, and my my grandmother always watched these shows like <laughs> crazy. Um, and it's another western, of course. Um, I love it. She she always watched um, the Virginian, okay. which was about pretty much the basic men and going around writing wrongs in different towns. So that was a good one that I remember. Hmm. Um, all right. One more for you, Mike. That's, really that's pretty much it. Six million dollar man. So that, that's, that's a little bit later, <coughs> I would say. That, that starts going into 70s to 80s. 70s, I would say. Yeah. What about so, the Beverly Hillbillies? Well, so yeah, Beverly Hillbillies was 70 to 80s. Oh, well. well, it was, I guess. Yeah, huh? because it was early 70s because it was black and white and then it transitioned over to color. So now we can time frame between the 70s and 80s 
which Beverly Hillbillies, great one, especially yeah. like the later movies that they did. I didn't even see the movies. I just remember like watching. It'd be like on at like five in the morning, and I'd be like, "This show's funny." The, the movies with Jim Varney, you never saw? Oh, no, they were good. Well, you know, you guys could just assign that movie to watch, and <laughs> no. I'll, I'll happily swap out um, the other two movies you talked about. Yeah, not happening. Well, definitely <laughs> not happening. I um, tried. So the Beverly Hillbillies actually had some good cameos on there. Um, another another two shows that I remember, and Monkey, you may remember these, Bewitched and I yes. uh, Yeah. Skinny, okay. Yes. Which, at one point, they were supposed to do a crossover episode between the two shows, but it never worked out. Really? Um, I guess there was some the schedules issues. schedules and... No. It really money. wasn't it, drama. <laughs> it was more of the money yeah. from the two entities that were making the shows. But if you take a look, both I both Genie from I Dream of Genie and Samantha from Bewitched at one point or another actually made cameos in the Scooby Doo Mysteries show, along with Adam West Batman. Wow. Right? Holy smokes, Scooby-Doo. And also <laughs> Where another are you? person that we talked about, <laughs> Don Knotts, yeah. because Don Knotts was an occurring character that showed up on there on, I think, about four or five episodes. And even in some of the movies, also yeah. had. Wow. Because yeah. he's Don Knotts, you know. Exactly. Incredible <laughs> Mr. Lippet. Enough said. Yeah, yeah. So, Shiggy's gun in the West. <laughs> the Incredible <gasps> Mr. Fish. That was Miss Lippet, that's what I say. Yeah. Um, wasn't there another one that he did? He, he wasn't so many. It was just... He, he was pretty much, for his time, Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey. Yeah. Wow. Like, he was in a lot of movies, and all of them were actually very good with comedic timing. Mm. And he, he was the, the perfect bumbling fool for any character he played. Yeah. So he was, you know, he and he also looked the part. I so. feel like I'm sure I've seen this actor... A lot, but I'm having a hard time it, trying to. It's one of those things. Like he was also in Three's Company as well, Me with um, John Ritter, Susan um, Sarandon. No, not Susan Sarandon. Um, I can't remember her name, but that was actually a good show too. And he actually played a very flamboyant character that <laughs> was like their next door neighbor slash landlord. It, it was an interesting show for the eighties. Um, yeah, I like Three's Company. Yeah, Three's Company is good. <laughs> so, all right, Team Pocket Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the 70s and 80s, what can y'all remember watching? I know y'all are young, but I know that okay. y'all probably seen mm. something. Was Little House on the Prairie 80s? Yeah. It was 70s and 80s. Did you yeah. get, like, we had, I remember watching that in school. Yeah. For some, like, weird library days or something just watch a little house on the prairie <laughs> but i liked it i loved i read the books too laura ingles wilder and just like their whole tale it's really really harsh living you know it was a good perspective of what like my great grandma what her life was like sad <laughs> dang yeah that would probably suck oh, yeah like <laughs> like her sister gets like a fever and goes blind like that's just like part oh of life oh my god <laughs> could, if you look at modern science stuff it could be that could be like a sign of you know what basically what happened with diabetes you know yeah, like because they didn't have since the they means. didn't know the, the the things you know the the, the fever probably came upon from you know low blood sugar or high blood sugar or whatever mm -hmm. and then she got the, the blindness from that jesus 
Yeah, that was a real... Yeah, but I liked that show. It was, like, pretty wholesome prairie family just doing their best. Dang, yeah. So, what about you? So, like, for the 80s... Let's see. Six Million Dollar Man, I guess, but he's, like, 70s. Yeah, yeah 80s. 70s, 80s. That's the time period. And yeah. also you have... Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Because <laughs> back then, you know, million dollars was a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, million dollars is like... Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll take a million dollars. One million dollars. <laughs> so, like, okay. So we also have to think about, in conjunction with yeah. the million dollar man, also the bionic woman. Right. Yep, bionic woman. And uh, yeah, they had that spinoff where she was uh, like a, a bartender. No, yeah. Tennis player. She was <laughs> a tennis player. She was a tennis player. player yeah. yeah. I only know because my dad loves it. And we do watch <laughs> so much. It's a big foot versus a bionic woman. And it's... <laughs> Seen all those ridiculous <laughs> so, episodes. So, Baby Alley, you did mention yeah. Brady Bunch, which mm-hmm. they actually had a live variety show. Right. Um, but also, the Brady Bunch had a movies. crossover. Oh. Well, not only the movies, and not only the spinoff series that was in the mid-80s, which was the Brady Sisters. Wow. I did not even know the, about that. Where it was the girls that were adults, and they were... pretty much living in the same house and they were like I think all of them did get married at one point Okay. um, and they were living in the house with their husbands I had no idea there was a spinoff called the Brady Sisters that is news to me so I have as you can tell I probably only lasted a season or two actually it lasted about three seasons wow Wow. that's that's more than a season or two (laughs) they should have had a serial Brady bunches of votes Uh, they actually (laughs) so funny thing is um the Brady Bunch actually did have a line of different products. I could see it. Um, oh. Toy boxes. Well, not toy boxes. Lunch boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Thermoses. Posters. Of lighters. Course. Pretty because much everything. That yeah, was lighters. <laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes. No. They no, weren't that type of family, no. baby. But um, Did you hear about the dad? No. Just, <laughs> Shut up. But anyways, with the Brady Bunch, we do also have to talk about the Partridge family. Because the Partridge family was a group of, it was a family, mm-hmm. mother, father, and Bunch siblings. Of kids. <laughs> and they would travel around and they would sing. They were a, oh, like they were a band. band. Yeah. yeah. I've this heard of were, these uh, fellas. Danny Bonducci and, um, yeah. what the heck was his name? Uh, Leaf Can- Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy. No, Leaf Cassidy. Yeah, I think no. it was Leaf Cassidy. Okay. I, uh, I that, so that was the premise of the show? Yeah. I feel like, I've, I feel like Family Guy spoofed mm. that. They yeah. probably did. A lot, a lot of shows have, yeah. have yeah. spoofed it. Now, there is some. There is a lot of crossover between between the Brady Bunch and Partridge Family due to the fact that, if I remember correctly, it was Leaf Cassidy and the one that played the oldest sister. They actually dated for a bit. Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha. And not only that, but they actually had a crossover episode for both shows where they interacted together. Wow, that's cool. Probably like a talent show thing you probably had. They probably, I think, because they, because they, they've done that before with the Brady Bunch, and they even, um, the Brady Bunch movies that came out in like the the late nineties, early two thousand. I love those. They <laughs> they were basically a combination of multiple episodes thrown together, basically. Just well, like so that's why they yeah. had the one episode where they did like the talent show thingy, and you know, and and you know other things like that, and Marsha getting hit with football, greatest yeah. part of the movie ever. So, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> monkey, what shows from the seventies and eighties can you remember? 
Well, there's a couple of great ones. Uh, I Love Lucy is probably one of the best ones. Yes. You know, uh, Lucy LeBall and, and, and Ricky Ricardo. Um, definitely the Incredible Hulk TV series was probably oh, one of my favorite no. series. Yes, Lufrigno <laughs> is awesome. And Bill Bixby playing David Banner, which, again, the the joke on that, the reason why they didn't use his name Bruce Banner is because the, the producers didn't think it – was masculine enough or something, so they went with David. Classic. It was weird. <laughs> huh. Those so, names are like equal to me. So, like, um, and of course, you know, one of the greatest <laughs> other um, series about the same time, and it came out probably late sixties, but but made its biggest hit in the early seventies uh, was the Green Hornet series. Yeah. You know, oh, with, with okay. Kato played by Bruce Lee, uh, also known as the Kato Show in China, uh, because of his massive popularity there. Yes, uh, and since he essentially did everything, and you know, Green Hornet just was like. Zot. Okay, go beat him up, kiddo. <laughs> and not only that, but the crossover between Green Hornet and yes, Batman. Yes, probably yeah. one of the greatest crossovers ever. Sweet. Yes. Including the, the ultimate awesome story that they that people talk about to this day still from that, which is where uh, apparently the point got around to where Burt Ward, the guy who played uh, Robin, was apparently a black belt in karate or something. Yeah. And someone told uh, Bruce Lee that Bert Ward claimed that he he could kick his ass, <laughs> and he's like, "Really? Oh, Bert, what you doing, for... man?" <laughs> so like the entire day during filming, any time they would cross each other, like in the the, the studio, or whatever. Would they spar? Uh, no, uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce would, would just like give him the silent treatment and glare at him, and Bert, Bert was like, "What's what's going on?" Bert? Started freaking him out, <laughs> and it got to a point where there was supposed to be a, a part in the in the crossover, and because uh, I think it was like a movie. Or so a couple episodes that was technically kind of like a movie, yeah. But um, there was a scene where they were supposed to fight, and and when the director yelled "cut," Bruce was still going after Bert, and Bert was Bert was like running away, <laughs> and he and he's like, "Stop, stop! I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. But I'm sorry." <laughs> and then looked after Bruce stopped and just started laughing at him. So it was great. That sounds great. That's, That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I want to see that. Episode, those yeah. episodes. I want to see that interaction and look at that behind the scenes. Yeah. That's cool. So that was season. That was leading out of season one for the Green Hornet and season three for Batman. If right. I remember correctly. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. So another show that I have to talk about that was in the seventies is um, actually two of them: The Great American Hero. Mm, Great American Hero. Yep. Yep. Great series. Also, forgot about that. Yep. And Silver Spoons. Oh. Silver Spoons. Because Silver Spoons was that gateway from 70s to 80s sitcom. Mm. Um, it had a lot of lighthearted Actually, um, Grace American yeah. was 80s, actually. It came out in 81. Oh, okay. So, so it still fits within that. It still fits in there. Because yeah. we are discussing 70s to 80s yeah. right now. Um, but Silver Spoons was definitely one that I can visually remember. Um, also, Madam's Place. Because Madam was this little talking puppet. Oh. So, um. I feel like I've seen it, but I don't you, know. You've probably know. seen it. Hmm. Um, I'm going to suggest that y'all do your research on Madam's Place, because I think, Baby Alley, you're actually going to like this. Just one. be careful. You might look up something else if you're looking at Madam's. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. So, everybody know. seems to know what that is. I don't. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I, I know. Never. We'll explain it later whenever y'all get older. I never, I mentioned, um, 
the Adams family or the yes. monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they, well, I don't know when their time frame is. So seventies to eighties. Because well, look, at that. look at that. Well, because spooky hours. Because Adams family and monsters were pretty much like a year apart. Yeah, they were rivals. Yeah, pretty much. But um, they were both great. Seventy three, seventy four. Leading in, if I remember correctly, because I know the monsters actually made it over to color, yeah. and yeah. Adam's family didn't. Well, oh. Adam's family also had cartoons too. Yeah. So wow, they're all over. They have lunchboxes probably too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. The, that that also leads me to the the sadness that that they never actually ended up making the, the full series though of the uh, the reboot of uh, the monsters, which was called Mockingbird Lane, which had a great pilot episode if you guys ever get a chance to look it up oh, it has they a should do that. well they, they they did a pilot episode and i think they did a kickstarter and they now. didn't they just didn't make the money on the kickstarter oh. uh it had uh jerry o'connell starting as herman munster and um eddie izzard as as grandpa munster it was great <laughs> check it out if you look it up look up the pilot that episode it's great. called mockingbird lane is what it's called mm-hmm. okay because you know they lived at 13 mockingbird lane mm-hmm. was there was the address so Seeing how we've just been really sticking on sitcoms, I think we can actually turn around and talk about some animated shows that were on the 70s and 80s. Of course, I already alluded to Scooby-Doo. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because fair. that is a big one. Right. Yeah. Um, then, of course, I have to think of the Banana Splits show. Hey, don't forget about the crazy, awesome movie that just came out a while We will not discuss <laughs> that damn movie. No fucking way, because that movie is <laughs> atrocious. Is that I, that's our that movie, movie was essentially that's Five Nights at Freddy's, but they couldn't get the license for Five Nights at Freddy's, so they're like, "Hey, let's do banana splits." That ruined like my childhood nostalgia, <clears throat> because banana splits. I remember watching the banana splits show. It I have was no fun. idea what that yeah. is. About. So okay, the banana splits show was individuals in different like costumes okay. for the band the banana splits there was um drooper there was flegal there was um, flegal <laughs> flegal was a dog okay drooper was an elephant that didn't even talk then they had a lion and don't forget and, the monkey yep and the monkey i <gasps> wait, you know what monkey take them find out their names but because I want to rem- get on but, it, monkey. But it was like, we need to know the like, true. Like they would do like live action skits, and then they would do cartoons like Arabian Nights, Shazam. Okay. Um, they would do a whole bunch of different things, and they do like a music variety too. show. Yeah, in a way, it was, and it was for kids. That sounds fun. So there was the Banana Splits, which I enjoyed, and then of course Captain Caveman oh. and the Teen Angels. Um, Laugh Olympics was in the early was more mid eighties, but it had like different characters from the Hanna Barbera library. Oh, okay, so, yeah, Snagglepuss, uh, Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, I forgot Snagglepuss. Um, <laughs> Dick Dastardly and Muttley, um, Penelope Pitstop. Yeah, um, pretty much the characters from Wacky Races they had on there. Um, a lot of the Yogi Bear characters. Mm. So there was a lot involved with that. Um, I'm a big sucker for the old school Hanna Barbera. Like Johnny Quest, then, and yeah, Johnny Quest, um, Galtar, um, Thundar the Barbarian. Um, that was a great series. Yes, it was. Thundercats. Okay, so Thundercats. Yes. Oh, <clears throat> all right, here we so, go. So the cast characters were Flegel, 
Flea? Drooper, who was actually looks like a lion of some sort. Okay, so Drooper, so Snorky. Snorky was the oh. <laughs> Bingo, which is the monkey. And um, Zazum was like a donkey in like the cartoons that they had. Yeah. Aww. So those are the main main characters. Yeah. Hmm. So Flegel, Drooper, Bingo, and Snorky. Yep. I remember. Those. <laughs> but you have to take. You have to watch. That is a well, winning. That's a, that's a winning crew. It right sounds there. like you guys said something about Friday Night at Freddy's. Was that so? Um, five, five Night at Freddy's five is a computer game that does. Yeah, jump it's like scares. the scary, the jump scare like, thing, yeah, right? So yeah, so people lost what their happened minds was that game. Warner Brothers was supposed to come out with the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. They were set to produce it. I okay. feel like I remember this. They that's interesting. Lost the licensing for it. They had a script done. Oh, so they revamped the script and decided to do it with the banana splits. Interesting, having so them rude. be animatronics and have them be like the scary jump scare stuff, and you didn't yeah. like it. So I if you it. really have to think about it, banana splits is essentially a live action show of Chuck E. Cheese's basically. Yeah, yeah. Is what it was. It's and, Chuck E. And, Cheese. And that's Chuck what Cheese. Five Nights at Freddy's is supposed to be basically yeah. a Chuck E. Cheese. So thing. instead of them having the rights for the Freddy's thing. They got the rights to banana splits, and we're like, it's well, a horror movie. Warner Brothers <laughs> already has the rights to everything in the Hanna Barbera collection. Right. Okay. So they're like, we're they just gonna do the Hanna Barbera. I can see stuff. that being no. upsetting, though. Yeah. Like, how did how did they like portray that? Where the characters like, oh yeah, I loved this show as a kid. Um, essentially, what they did is it's the um, the banana splits show was ending. So when uh, when the, after they filmed the last episode, the animatronics whatever things came alive <laughs> and is keeping the uh, the the audience hostage, the audience of kids hostage, and trying to kill them basically. Yeah, because they don't want their show to end. Is there like a lot of jump scares in it? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. So, from what I watched of it, and I didn't watch it full out. Yeah, I watched it on the dead meat. YouTube channel because they did a kill count for it. They did a kill count. They did a kill count for it. James A. Janice. And shout out to James A. Janice. We happen to love your stuff. And if you ever want to hop on a podcast that's very small and just discuss all things horror, please drop us a line at cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com. Uh, I definitely know that Baby Alley and Schmuckabob would love to be part of that. <laughs> watching one. some kill sure. counts today. And I have no yeah. clue who you're talking about. So. You have to watch kill counts. Monkey. It's pretty solid. Why would I? Never mind. It's pretty cool. It, we, uh, yeah, we, plug for Dead Meat. He just like summarizes the movie, but like with jokes and shit, and like it's, counts the kills yeah. and like. Gives he's just a good dude. The best kills, like. The um, Golden Chainsaw. Yes. He yes, he did yes. uh, Hereditary, which I've seen probably twice now, three times or something, and yeah, he talks about the background stuff, like what they do. Trivia, lots of trivia for like the behind the scenes stuff. Anyway, okay, we're derailing. Hereditary so, is one of my favorite movies ever. We were talking about what? Why did we talk about dead meat? What's because happening? Because we banana splits. You're dead meat. Yeah, we talked about banana splits. <laughs> oh right, we'll have to watch that kill kill. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, monkey. Right. That's me. What shows do you remember from the seventies and eighties that were animated? Oh, you pretty much covered the majority of them at this point here. Um. There is one that I didn't cover. And I'm hoping that you <laughs> actually think about it. My, my brain just went I know, away uh, again. What do you got? Oh, okay. What do you got? Star Trek, the animated series. Yeah. What? Star Trek. <laughs> and the Star Wars droids cartoon yeah. series also. Yeah. Yeah. In the 80s? Yeah. In the 70s. And, the 70s, 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 70s and also series, the yeah. Ewok series yeah. that they had that was animated. Can't forget the Christmas special. Yeah. 
It wasn't animated, <laughs> but they had Chewbacca's kid and wife there, so. Oh, cute. Oh, <laughs> we do not talk about that. Good Cheshire space. <laughs> Fur everywhere. So you're saying we should watch it this Christmas. So, get so the there spirit is of one that I was hoping that you would hit. The Muppets. Oh, the Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. Well, the Muppers. They were huge. Yeah. How can we not talk about the Muppets? They're huge. Oh, no. <laughs> because the thing is, the, Mu- the Muppet variety show had all the different cast characters. And if, if you're going to talk about the Muppets, you also got to talk about Sesame Street. Yeah. came out yeah. initially about that time yeah. because all, all of it was encompassed by the Jim Henson Company. If we talk about Sesame Street, Oscar the Grouch is one of the coolest characters he I is, think in any way. Including the, uh, right? the, the fan theory of of you know how Grouch became how he is. How what is the fan theory? That he he lost his like family in a crash or whatever and Dang. basically, you know He's just jaded. It just he became so from tragedy. And that's why he he's such a grouch because My favorite you know, his, everything he cared about is gone. So he's like, eh, whatever, I don't care he's anymore. Like, Oscar, why are you such a grouch? I live in a trash can. <laughs> Right. Like Oscar walked so Squidward could run. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. <clears throat> now focusing in on the 80s itself. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, I thought you were going to say 80s and 90s. I know no, no, I know. Pretty much. Stuff. Because the thing is with the 80s, the 80s was definitely more of the golden age. Oh, for sure. Of television. TV. Yeah. That's true. Because oh. you have great um, cartoons that came out. Mm hmm. You have great shows that came out. I can name a few off the top of my head, yeah. All right, so it. what you got? Star Wars. Uh, not Star Wars. Star Trek, The Next Generation. So that's, that's when it started. Well, the, eight, the first season in 88. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a narrow margin there. I know. All I'm saying is that was, that was the beginning of it all for me. <laughs> I can, yeah, it's Star Trek, TNG. That's when he was, yeah. It was amazing. So. And then, you know, you got other things, too. I mean, uh, there was Knight Rider. Yes. Yeah. The Knight Rider was great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then, of course... David Hasselhoff's Rise to Fame. Yes. yes. Whatever happened in that car, you think? Kit is actually in a museum. Really? It's in the Smithsonian, the original Kit. It's in the Smithsonian. Yes, that museum yes. has literally everything. Including Kit. And Ben Stiller. Yeah. He's living there still? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monkey, what you got? Um, Definitely you got to talk about uh, some of the great shows that came out in the 80s like uh the uh full house uh that was 80s okay yeah. i was gonna yeah. say full house um, i thought you guys were gonna say it was 90s <laughs> no, no, it's too many full films. house uh the um <laughs> oh, man was maybe blank <laughs> golden girls great golden great oh, series yeah. came Bloody out um, yep designing women designing women um simon and simon, simon, and simon. dynasty Dynasty Which I didn't. Dirty, yeah. yeah that, that is it. That's like the first Game of Thrones we ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Dynasty here because my, once more, my grandmother, my great grandmother, they loved it. Yeah. Whenever they did the Who Shot Jr. angle, they milked that for like years. But like here's the thing: like, like a whole my, year. My grandmother and great grandmother yelled at the TV, <laughs> saying, "Yes, shoot that mother." And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a young beautiful. kid, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, that's a big deal for them, you know. It was a big deal because Dynasty that is show, a show moved them, yeah, got that, them invested. Yeah. And see, the thing is, it was very true about rich Texas families. Well, blah, blah, oil they were corrupt. They were 
facetious. They were, yeah, scandalous. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a show that was actually filmed in Dallas, Texas. I didn't know that. And actually, like, one of my cousins actually got to see the actual viewing house. Because cool. it actually went on the market a few years ago. Wow. That's cool. So, so it wasn't just a set. It was like a whole home. Yeah. Everything was authentic. It wasn't a set. It was all done. It's the first Game of Thrones right there. <laughs> all right. What else you got for us, Monkey? Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think back in my, my, my think tank of stuff here in my head. I know we, we, we kind of talked about Fresh Prince Bel-Air, but I think that kind of got more into the early 90s than yeah. than than the 80s um animated series wise we had things like uh the uh thundercat series mm-hmm. um the ninja turtle series yeah, yeah. Anyway, again talking about james avery um what about x-men was that x-men 90s? was early 90s i knew it you can tell it is uh, <laughs> it, was sick. But if you're, it was but if you're thinking about something that was comic book related that was more in the 80s you have to go with challenge of the super friends right which was dc so it was like the justice league oh, wow yeah. <clears throat> yep that was the, the super friends. friends and then um even to uh follow up some more on the um dc stuff was the defenders of the earth series yeah which had the uh uh the phantom uh flash gordon um Mandrake the Magician and, and Luther and then their kids. It was just a really great series. I like that series yeah. actually pretty much. Um, also Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yep. Yeah, the Spider-Man yeah. series. Um, not the newer one that came out in the 90s, but the one Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Yep. It was more 70s based. Because 70s, started, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, yeah. it started out in 70s, 78, 79, Which, which introduced the, uh, the uh, character of Firestar who later oh. transitioned into the comic book character and that was in the New Warriors comics because yeah. that was another one of those characters that appeared in quote-unquote film or cartoon before they actually showed up in the comics okay. because of the popularity of them. It's like Harley Quinn. Pretty much, yeah. And I didn't know that yeah. about Harley until you told well, me that. Well, as a side note, they originally were going to do Johnny Storm, but they were like, well, let's do something else. We need a female character. So that's why they came up with Firestorm. And she or was, Firestar, yeah. and technically, she was the first mutant on TV before the X Men. Well, oh. if you, well, then he also had Iceman on there too. So yeah. technically, they're both there. Yeah, both of them mutants. So, so they, they 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 share their first yeah. appearance on there. So, um, I do have to give it up for um, ABC, NBC, and CBS during the eighties having like the kick-ass cartoons. Right. Um, Cat, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah. Skeleton warriors. Yeah. Um, he sounds sick. Yeah, these real shows are they were good. Awesome. Yeah. What? Um, Pro that? stars. Pro stars. Yeah. Pro stars with Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. Wow. What? That, that was, was a great a series. One. What? Because check they, it out. So they were athletes, like but they also Space played. Jam? No, 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 no. They played mm. spies. They mm. were athletes that were actually. Traveling around the world, busting. I can't imagine Bo Jackson being well, a spy. <laughs> as you can tell, it was it was based on that with the four major sports, you know, mm-hmm. baseball, basketball, football, and hockey, that they were trying to represent each of them. So they had Michael Jordan, you know, because he's Michael Jordan, he's the greatest. Um, Wayne Gretzky, greatest hockey player, and they've Bo, Bo Jackson because he can be both baseball, baseball and football. And football. Yeah. So, yeah. which was he was like one of the first people to ever do, you know, across 
thing. And he loves hunting in North Dakota. Yeah. What? Yeah. So the thing is about this show, like their gear was sports. Was it animated? Yes, yes. it was animated. But they were just doing the voices? Well, they actually well, didn't do the voices, but they did like PSAs at the end of them. Yeah. Like, don't do drugs. And speaking of PSAs, you know, <laughs> oh, it's 1980. Speaking of PSAs, do because it. of the 80s, G.I. Joe. Yes. Oh, the yeah, I love Holy their PSAs smokes. in the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, their PSAs are ridiculous. I remember one of them was like, don't smoke marijuana, you're going to die from the brain so, damage. He-Man had ridiculous He-Man's PSAs. I was going to bring yeah. up He-Man. Yeah. And of course, you've got to talk about He-Man, you got to talk about She-Ra. Yeah, I like the new reboot. Like in my opinion, the animation could be a little bit better. The animation reminds me like Steven Universe or something. That's the reason why it could be better. (laughs) Oh, I love Steven. (laughs) I like the animation. Don't get me wrong. Steven Universe is a good show. It's just the animation. I think it's it's a nice little uniqueness to it. Like I, I I like the idea of it. I like the concept. But if the animation was a little bit cleaner. Mm. Teach their own. I love it. I like how Rebecca Sugar was like, Steven Universe, I'm just trying to make it feel like you're hanging right. out with this kid in the summer and it's just like chill <laughs> vibes. Just like. So there is one other cartoon that I definitely have to mention before we go into more of the 80s actual live action sitcoms. Um, there was a cartoon that I remember and that I completely completely disliked. Oh. I hated this thing. Oh, gosh. More than <laughs> anything else in the world. What are you going to say? It better not be Courage. That was 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. that was 90s. Okay. 90s. okay, good. No, no, no. My Pet Monster. <laughs> we now, escaped this. Yeah. So, My Pet Monster was a cartoon based on the toy My Pet Monster. Oh. And it was a little boy who had his pet monster. And the pet monster would just go around and they would have their little weird adventures. But (laughs) the monster would end up doing more damage than good. And, like, as a kid, I wanted the toy. After watching my pet monster... I mean, I it sounds kind of scary. Like, is this like a like child's a... play, Chucky no, situation? No, 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 no. It's actually very, it's very kid-friendly. It's almost like the animated version of Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I like that show. Other great series I, I just remembered off the top of my head about the, during the 80s was uh, Galaxy High. was yes, a great one, too. Yes, yes, And um, Brave Star. Yes, Brave Star. I almost forgot about Brave Star. Sheriff Brave Star in New Texas. Yep. All it was a space western. Oh, yes. It was a space western. Such a niche so, genre, with that yeah. with a, with his horse that can stand up on his hind legs and had a shotgun. It was great. Yeah, that, that is great. Sick, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, in, in terms of space, we have to talk about Fantastic Max. Fantastic Max. About the baby that had a pet alien, oh, and they yeah. would actually turn the bottle into a spaceship and go off into space. <laughs> see y'all. See, just we looking gotta, at y'all's face, we y'all gotta watch like, some retro yeah. '80s shows. Like, watch. there's a lot of shows that happen. We're more like '90s, the 80s. Awesome. yeah. Like, the I'm, ni- I'm Baby Alley for a reason. Yeah. Like the '90s had some good shows. Oh, I almost forgot about Alf. Alf, yep, definitely Alf. I liked Alf, Alf a lot because he's iconic. Yeah. Which again, Alf stood for alien life form. Yeah. That's why it was Alf. And it was also an animated show as well. 
Yep. I didn't know it was an animation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually had a cartoon. I always thought it was just a lovable puppet. And again, everyone forgot that you know Alf wasn't actually Alf's <laughs> real name. His name was Gordon Shumway. Yep. Yeah, oh, I did wow. not know that. So here's the thing about NBC. They took some of their properties like Alf, Punky Brewster, and there was a couple others, and they turned them into cartoon shows for kids. And they gave them different premises relating to that. Like for Punky Brewster, she had like an imaginary um, monster friend. And they would go on adventures. For Alf, this was just him doing his own little thing, Mm -hmm. even with the family from the actual sitcom. So NBC actually cornered the market for a while for turning some of their intellectual properties into animated shows for kids. Yeah. And it was also an easy way to hide the them growing up and getting older so they couldn't you know cover up the hey this kid is no longer 12 they're, they're now <laughs> 18 yeah so <laughs> so they're, they're looking a little bit different you know developing we gotta keep it going <laughs> so that's actually what happened with um the actress who played punky brewster soleil moon fry because for one episode she actually announced that she was getting boobs because she was getting older. She oh, was developing. so she was like, wait, let's address the elephant in my chest. So <laughs> what happened was, around the time that they canceled the show, that's when the Punky Brewster animated show was actually leading into season two. Because Soleil Moon Fry was iconic as Punky Brewster. That name's awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. so they pretty much stopped the live action because they didn't want to recast Punky. They didn't want to do anything additional with her being older. Yeah. Because everyone thinks of Punky Brewster thinks, you know, spunky little female version of Dennis the Menace. Spunky little Punky. So, okay. Elephant chest. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Yeah. So actually, actually I there said is... Shirt. Elephant in my shirt. So... There is one thing I do have to address in terms of the 80s shows. I'm almost thinking for season three, we're going to have y'all do a retro TV challenge, too. Okay, yeah, I'll be done for that. <laughs> sorry, we're still laughing about the elephant chest. So, <laughs> it's so dumb, I'm sorry. All right, so let's move on. Now it's time to focus in on the Probably 90s. things you might know more Love the 90s. Yeah. Here we go. Money more for time, baby. <laughs> Okay, so, what? Yeah, so the, the 90s. 90s. So we do have to address Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and all the different shows that came out with that. Yeah. They're under the Saban brand. So Power Rangers, VR Troopers, Beetleborgs, yeah. yes, Beetleborgs, yeah. Beetleborgs yeah. Mask Rider, yeah, Mask Rider, Knights of Tyranno. Yep. Um, they were actually supposed to release more of the Metal Heroes series under Saban, but they never got the licensing right. for it. So, real quick. 90s babies. Yeah. Yes. Give, them, give us some series that y'all want. You want to go first? Oh, you can just shoot back and forth. The X Men, I already Ooh. brought up. Batman animated series. Oh, yeah, Batman animated series. Yeah. Um, Courage, the Cowardly Courage, Dog. The ca- hey, Arnold. Oh, yeah, that is 90s, too. Yeah. yeah. Doug. That wasn't that back and sick. forth. That wasn't fair. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Doug! <laughs> yes. Up for real. Okay, Fresh Prince. 
Of yeah. Bel's Air. Of Bel's Air, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was ready, but you're doing good. Just keep saying, you just keep keep saying shit. You keep, I'm, I need breaks from <laughs> in between. Oh, God. It's your turn. I was like, all these shows that I think of are 90s, and now I'm here and I'm like, Skrillex? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll start. Throwback to for a previous episode. <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation, <laughs> seasons two through seven. <laughs> And then we went to Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And then we went to Star Trek Voyager. Oh, gosh. Oh, I this, love Star Trek. It's a good decade for this Trekkies. Yeah, then they yeah. ran out of steam. So They suck now. I, I, <laughs> now, I know I do have to mention, because y'all mentioned Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. You have to mention Superman the Animated Adventures as well. Yeah. And then the Justice, Justice League, too. Yeah. Justice League was sick. I remember I have a show. It's not animated. I mean, 90210. Beverly Hills 90210. I watched the shit out of that. That's nice. Melrose Place. I'm named after a character in Melrose Place. I just wanted you guys to know that. Really? I'm named after Allison. She was like the less bitchy of the two girls. I thought you were named from Alice Alice from um, Twilight. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you yeah. can imagine. Yeah. I was you saw the future. You saw the future, that's why. All right, Monkey, what do you got for Yo. Um, let's see, 90s, 90s, 90s. Uh, Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. Um, random weird one that I remember, I think they had like a season or two. The, the Cowboys of Moo Mesa, which yes. is really crazy weird. That yes. sounds yes. That sounds that was crazy. Great. So, okay. so think of... <laughs> Walking, talking animals in a western setting, dressed up like they're. Was cowboys. it animated? Yes. Yeah. That actually. No, no, it was live action. They took live action cows, I mean, listen, put them in cowboy suits, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, it could happen." Be a furry. Let's look at Pudgy Brewster. She's got an elephant. Shut. Anyways, anyways. Going back to some more anime series stuff. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, Bravo! Um, oh, Dexter's Lab. Powerpuff yeah. Girls, all, all the Jenny Tarkovsky things, uh, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Yep. Which, that started in the Interesting fact, yeah. uh, uh, Voyager in uh, Star Trek Voyager yeah, yeah. and Samurai Jack. The voice actor that played Samurai Jack is the guy who played Tuvok in that's, Voyager. That's Jack? I didn't know yep. that. I love Tuvok. Yeah, Captain, yeah. there seems to be an issue over here. And I just love his voice. So, it doesn't sound like Jack at all. I don't all right, you got a couple more monkeys? Um, <laughs> uh, there's... A bunch of them out there, but it just my mind. And uh, this is like again, '90s was the boom of the quote-unquote reality TV. Yeah. So that's where the uh, the MTV's Real World. World, and you know, the Osborne the, show. Osborne no. was the early 2000s, I yeah, think. Yeah, Space Ghost. Space Ghost, Coast Coast. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That's such Aqua a ridiculous. Team. I don't uh-huh. know if Aqua Teen started in the '90s. Nope, 2000. That's what um, I thought. But Space Ghost was, was oh, '90s. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy also. Gross. gross. Beavis that and Butthead. So. Uh, Daria. Yeah, Daria. Daria. How could we not say Daria? We, so, yeah, we just got done watching Daria. So also, I have to think of MTV's Liquid Television, which gave yep. us the uh, Beavis or Beavis Eon Flux. Head, Eon Flux. Eon Flux. Holy the head, smokes! Yep. That show like freaked me out as a kid. Um, yeah. My mom would be watching it, and I'd be like, "What in the free flying frick is happening?" <laughs> then also, it's it was like a weird, futuristic French yeah. animated series. But it was, weird. I'd like to check now, it out again. Don't get me wrong; the live action movie yeah. <sighs> with Charlie yeah. Theron's in it. Yeah, but it was also Yule Boyle movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, 
and which has more boils than yules. So yeah. <laughs> just like uh, tasty. Like Ask a Ninja would say, you know, this movie could have used more gore and less Warbinsky. So. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Um, another Yo, one. Books. Another one because um, the Max. Right. On MTV. Oh, and speaking of Max, Mighty Max, the, t- yes, the cartoon series. That was yes. a great one, too. Mm. Yep, and the, also the Polly weird... Pocket, too. Yep. Polly, Polly Pocket. Pocket had a cartoon? Yeah, because Mighty Max and Polly Pocket were both the same type of toy, just designed for females with Polly Pocket, and males were Mighty Max. So, yeah. Mighty, Max, yeah. so Mighty Max had his own show, and Polly Pocket had about one season of the show, yeah. which was pretty much like the Barbie cartoon that they had in the I had a lot oh, of Polly Pockets. So which saying. reminds me of the 80s. I love Rewinding back clothes. the 80s. Yeah. Ooh. Jim and the Holograms. Yes. Jim yeah. and the Holograms. Just like in real life. Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I think this is enough for us remembering some retro shows. Yeah. Mm. Now. Covered a lot of ground. Yep. We covered a lot of ground. We did a lot of generational. Covered much From cable. the 60s up to the 90s. But now. Seeing how it is getting close to the end. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, no. To explain Uh-oh. the final movie that you have to watch for your movie challenge. Okay. It's Banana Splits, isn't it? No. <laughs> See, here's the thing. As I said, seeing how y'all weren't here in October, you were not able to receive this flash drive with the Fantastic Four movie. Mm. Now you have to watch this one. Plus, the final one that I chose for. This one is truly the stuff of movie nightmares. Nice. This movie has been deemed as one of the most horrible movies oh, in real existence. Get out of here. The room is ours. Trust me on this. You want to hear every single piece of this. This movie was the very first movie that was spoofed on Mystery Science Theater 3000 due to the fact of how horrid this movie is. Baby Alley, Boinkle Bob, your final movie challenge, aside from Fantastic Four, 1994 version? Exactly. Is Monos, Hand of God. It's like a yeah, knight movie, of right? Or it's like an old hand war movie? Or like an old, like they're like in swords and knights and stuff? Oh, no. No. You're thinking something else. Monos. This, this sounds like um, the is, Hand of God. This is actually it's a. Hand, hand of Fate. Hand of oh, okay. Fate. Hand, hand of Fate. <laughs> this is <laughs> actually a horror movie. It is. It is very horrible. Horrible. What <laughs> year did this movie come out? Can I ask that? Late 70s, early 80s? Yeah. Maybe? This movie okay. is All right. All right. horrible. Nice. It is... Let me put it this way. When Mystery Science the- Theater 3000, when they first did this, they originally stopped trying to critique this in the middle of the damn movie. If those guys couldn't get through it. Yeah. And they just started talking to each other outside. They, they stopped paying attention to the movie completely. We gonna need some booze. This <laughs> movie... <laughs> is your final challenge. Now, mind you, Monkey chose Feast, Mm. He Never Died, and Fantastic Four. Okay. This is one, when I first came up with this movie challenge, that I knew I had to have. Yeah. Due to the fact of how bad this movie is. Now, 
there's only a couple within our inner circle, me and Monkey's inner circle, that actually finished this movie. Oh. Me being one of them. <laughs> Willingly. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next time we see myself. you guys and you don't have eyes, we know what happened. Yes. There it is. Yeah, we're just going to come in and be like, so we don't want to fucking talk about it. Eyes out. I stuck the spoon in my ear to take away the pain from hearing it. Trust yeah. me on this. It is That's bad. Happened. And they <laughs> even attempted, like, 14, 15 years later to come out with a sequel for this movie. Well, kudos to them, but sure it didn't go over. It did. No, it did not. Nice. So, like, even the people they got to come back quit halfway through it. They're like, yeah. nope, we're, we're done. I don't want to do this anymore. It was that bad. That good, huh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't have the excuse of, you know, they died, you know, after. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the exorcist and all that stuff. Oh, well, right, right, right. sounds like a good plan, you know? So, <clears throat> this is. So, here, I'm going to give you the thumb drive for Which, Fantastic Four. I know a listeners can't see, but the thumb drive is glowing. Um, it's, it's like the pick of destiny, but a thumb drive. Yep. So. It is the thumb drive of destiny. <laughs> right. It is your destiny. <laughs> so, the land of Kickapoo. So, you have your two movies that you're going to have to watch. Fantastic yeah. Four is on the thumb drive. Once you're done with that one, you will receive Monos oh, and a Fate. What? What, are, what do we get out of this? We get to lose our minds? And like, exactly. <laughs> Sounds this. good. It's madness. It's madness. No. Madness, you say? No, no, no. Madness, <laughs> this is Wonderland. Mind you, it's not madness. It's only madness whenever you don't get the logical aspect of it. Like I, think, I thought you were going to go, it's not madness, it's internet madness. Oh, no, that was logical madness. Just there is no like logic. There's no madness. Because, mind you, we are all a little mad here. And with that being said, on behalf of of the Internet Wonderland cast, Monkey, Baby Alley, and Bob. Once again, thank you for soaring the digital airwaves with me. Thank you for thank having you. us. Yeah. Yay. This has <laughs> been another episode of Geeking Around the Table and also another episode of Cheshire's Place, a looking glass in logical madness. As always, I have been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire, and just as the Cheshire cat, I am everywhere yet nowhere tune in next weekend where we're going to have a new episode for you or maybe we might have team pocket rocket back on for they can give their real quick review of fantastic four <laughs> have a good night everyone <laughs>